right, welcome back to Discover Us. And this is the podcast where we discover into the, how do you say it, into the new paradigm, the new uh, worldview, uh, as if it was a place with built-in characteristics. And yeah, we, we just go there spontaneously and see what happens and uh, see what it has to offer. So um, let's just go ahead and start. Yeah, it's been a minute, so notice my body responding, but in kind of a, it's not three cheers, it's, you know, one and a half cheers. Yeah, and checking in with the um, the inside world. Yeah, the idea is, has been that there's a, a society in the inside world that. Um, that mirrors the the regular society in the external world. And checking in with the uh, the newer environment here. Yeah, it's like there's a a park or something. It's kind of the center of this place. Or it's um, like a part of town or a, a town square that used to be dilapidated. But there's some sort of a resource there that has something to offer. Yeah, and there's a emotion in response to that in the um, the townspeople. And cynicism and bitching and moaning and Yeah, the um the society is really uh gone downhill at least at the moment. Yeah, feeling aches and pains and yeah, other physical things like that now. I guess they go together. So we'll uh, give a chance for this uh, resource to tell us what it's about. Okay, so it's kind of offering whatever it offers and then um, different 
people or groups in the society are uh, interpreting it in whatever way. And I guess part of it is that that's actually fine. Makes sense. Yeah, okay, there was an idea that somehow that was not not correct or that was going to impede things or that everyone needed to get on the same page or something like that. And now the group that had that idea is exposed. And that had an effect that was uh, yeah, harmful. At least part of it was. I guess at this point there's a there's just a question of you know what do we do about that kind of familiar uh, familiar platitudes don't feel like they're really going to cut it Right, so it's, okay, I guess we'll include this new resource. Yeah, okay, there's something now about it's, um, I guess, helping some of these groups see uh, how they're making making meaning. That's a that's a phrase, right? Making meaning out of uh, out of events. And this place is allowing them to experience that, to um, experience themselves and how they make, how they're used to making the meaning. Uh, there's a, a, a kind of pontificating one that says it's self-experience. That one's got all the, the fancy, fancy terms. So this is places uh, allowing us to self-experience how we make our meaning, usually without realizing it. Or we can see how Others are making their meaning and criticize it or 
try to convince them, but at this point that stopped working too. And that seems like the draw to, you know, something like the, the premise of this podcast, that everyone kind of getting that the familiar things just aren't working anymore. Right. So it's one thing in the in the think tanks then, but you know, what about the people on the ground? And all the harm that's been done. All right. So some of those groups that are more on the ground are getting a bigger uh, platform now. They're actually growing larger internally. Yeah, okay, and this kind of turns the tables where the, um, the more pri privileged groups suddenly feel like Okay, things are changing. What are we supposed to do? No, wait, whatever we do, we do it wrong. This isn't going to work. How do we even have a society? Yeah, I think the the groups that have been um, lower down are now larger and have more power over the over the other ones. Uh, and part of what's necessary is for them to feel what that's like for real. And there's one side of it that's saying, well, why would you, why would you subject yourself to that if you didn't have to? And there's another side that's kind of a healthy spirit of adventure that would want to go experience that. But then the other one would want to get in its way. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to feel different. There's something uh, truthful about that. That's a thing that's true all around. Everyone wants wants their way or wants what's to their advantage or 
everyone wants in their in their interest. Yeah, I read a book recently that that advocated a intelligent self-interest as the a good lever for positive social progress. It's pretty broad agreement on that, actually. And then one saying, it's not the only truth, it's, it's a truth. You know, saying I'll go along with, with that caveat. But everyone's really into that. People seem to be kind of standing in equal, equal height and equal footing. And everyone gets to have agency. There's kind of a sense of social fairness. Yeah, and that's, I guess that's continuing. And now there's a, something else coming in the, onto the scene. It's some kind of large, like slow moving vehicle kind of coming out from the the uh, the borders yeah and there's different responses to it and, you know there's the the avoidance side of things and the let's get it over with side of things There's also a, I guess it's like a child or, or someone smaller who's kind of standing in a simplicity. Yeah, so this vehicle, it's like the roof opened, it's, it's like a Batman kind of coming out of the Batmobile kind of thing. It has that sort of shadowy vibe to it. Yeah, the society's not sure how to respond to this. figure that's making itself known here. Yeah, and the meeting, the meeting figure is, I guess, modeling or offering uh, the 
the risk that we don't know what's going to happen in the face of something new. And that it's, uh, it's not like, it's probably not going to be like we think. And that you have to feel that in your bones and in addition to your brain. But that everyone can approach that in their own way too. So now it's okay, mystery figure, are you gonna reveal yourself or what's the deal? It seems like it's bring it's um bringing something out of the the vehicle like some kind of a circular something or other. It seems to be more more light while the figure is more dark. Okay, so there's the thing of how everyone in the the town can make their own meaning, like before, out of this this happening. And I, I guess it's that that's welcome here as well as. Yeah seeing what, what what is actually happening or that those go together somehow uh, which feels different than um, the narrative of you're either you're either um one or the other. If you're one of the courageous truth seers, then you're not making meaning. Yeah. And if you're making meaning, then you're an avoider of the, the truth seeing. And the, uh, the alternative is that everyone's doing both. Yeah, I think this dark figure is like a like an emissary from the uh, the damaged places. You know, kind of up in the, the northern, the northern borderlands.
seem like a bit of a uh, unconventional crew. Oh, and now it's more like the unconventional crew has been been among us all along. It might. I want to say it's like the um, the kind of the shadow side of things, you know, like like light and shadow is, is always there, you know, literally, physically. Mm. Or kind of what goes on, you know, behind your back once you turn around, you know. In like the, the the Toy Story movies kind of sense. So wanting to um, check back in with the uh, that central resource of this place. So one way to think of it is um, in a kind of carnival, you know, carnival, the, uh, the festivals where the, the, uh, the conventions get suspended for a certain time and everything turns inside out and lots of cultures have that. So this is offering uh, uh, a, a new iteration of that, where it's not not just a once a year thing. Part of the the, the new the new society that's needed or that's here is. Uh, Equal, equal rights for uh, for all of that. And what that looks like, uh, you don't know, but. There seems to be some shaking of hands and kind of greetings and and that seems to be the, the, the people on the or on the ground, the regular folks, the the people at City Hall are 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 freaking out. 
I think they're used to being in control and having the uh, the center of attention on them. So we can offer the uh, the resource or the forgot what we were calling it, the, the sphere of some kind, to them, to that group. Oh, and that's making it evident that they are uh, freaks and geeks as well. Uh, they're an outsider group. Oh, and a lot of them are responding to that. There's a kind of a, a smooth transition or a ramp to, to walk down onto the ground level. And there's a, there's a few that are really resisting this with everything they've got. Huh. Yeah, a few a few groups are looking at them and kind of wondering and even wondering if if these ones that are resistant even even belong here. Or it might be some don't, and then others are needing some kind of special attention. Yeah, so part of it with um, these resistant ones is that they want um, the attention to move elsewhere um, so they can get back to re-entrenching their, I guess, their power or whatever it is they're used to. Uh, okay, so the response to that is, well, we'd have to, uh, of course, that makes sense, because we have to pull it all the way up by the roots. So that appears to be happening. It's kind of a sense of it now physically. Different root systems kind of extending and getting caught <laughs> at other places around my body.
And I think we cut those root cords. Um, and just sent that, whatever it was, plant. Just kind of away into space. And it's, well, there's this kind of open, open soil. And there's some other places now that are uh, assuming they're feeling threatened, but I guess don't need to assume. Suppose that there's a kind of a group that's uh, spearheading this. So they can kind of ask these places what's going on. Yeah, they seem like they'll, they seem kind of shifty, like they'll do anything to kind of get their way or, or keep what they've they're familiar with going. So it seems like some of the smaller ones, like the these plants with their root systems are being uprooted or uprooting themselves and, you know, launching out into space. Um, and at the same time, there's, I think, a fundamental character or fundamental personage that is um, yeah, what do they call that? Like a trickster kind of thing. Yeah, saying, you know, if you don't, uh, if you don't give me my my rightful place, then I'm gonna keep, uh, you know, finding ways to cause trouble. And look at all the assumptions you have about me. You don't even know what I'm like or what it will be like. to give me my rightful place. And then the, uh, the counteroffer from the, the, the town's representatives is, but okay, well, we want it to just be you not any hangers on because um, remembering now 
you know, different family members and people who had kind of a, a kind of an unpredictable, you know, trickster kind of thing going on um, that, uh, yeah, that wasn't all positive. So you're saying, how do we know the difference or how do we know that you're not you know, hiding those, or smuggling them in, or... And then the trickster responds with, hey, that's part of the bargain. I'm not myself if I tell you everything. kind of, you know, flipping out his pockets and see, I got nothing on me. Yeah, so that negotiation seems to be progressing, but now there's another place that's making itself known. And when it's saying that it doesn't like the trickster, that it make things it makes things just really uh, chaotic and destructive and unpredictable and just takes the ground away so that there's no way to really do anything and it just becomes really awful. It's like it's coming out of a storm shelter, like a classic Midwest storm storm cellar. And that's causing some skepticism. It's kind of an Old West scene now. You're the, you know, the sheriff or the town council is saying, you know, what, how do we know what other harms you've done? trickster replies, well, this is what happens when I'm not included, and it's not just me, it goes back through the generations, so that's part of what's being revealed here. And when that has to do with these, um, these plants that are being pulled up by the roots, The trickster is a bit of a magician now. It's uh, you know, powerful and scary and unpredictable. You know, it's tied a little bit to uh, to 
weather to dangerous weather. You know, pointing out that having those uh, storm cellars is necessary. And then the town council responds and says, you know, but it's not right for you know, for children or for anyone to have to be in those those shelters all the time. And then the, the trickster or the the wild weather is saying, well, if you want me to make amends, I need to do it in my own way. But uh, you also need to make amends to me for excluding me and acknowledging your part in it and, you know, including your own history. Not sure how the, the town council feels about that, or the trickster is always trying to get one over. Yeah, the town council, they, they seem pretty done with it, but, um, I think, yeah, someone said that there's a group of specialists who like to study, you know, the wild weather and like to like to specialize in the trickster relations. So they're saying, all right, you can take care of that. Yeah, the trickster in the wild weather really likes the attention on itself. I guess here we can just give that, um, give it what it wants. Yeah, there's another place that... <laughs> Of course, doesn't want to give that, is resisting it, but the wild weather trickster is at least getting a little more space. There's another, another someone now who is 
making itself known. Initially there was a there was physical discomfort or you know, emotion, but like grief or some kind of anguish, but now it seems to be people walking out like from a like a cleft in the rocks or like an opening that, that no one knew was there. And there's a whole group of them who've walked forward and they're kind of standing there. It's like coming out of the rocks uh, or at the, at the beach. They're standing on the sand that's kind of wet but firm. And now there's different responses to that and freshly recalling that thing about how everyone is making making their own their own meaning of things. That's part of the the fairness of exposure. So it's not only that that uh, more more people are experiencing themselves or self experiencing, right? Um, but experiencing what, what each other are experiencing or, or perceiving that or uh, that's happening too somehow. Oh, and this is part of what's just normal or at least possible in this um, the newer place here. Okay, so then some of the, um, I don't even know if they're the ruling class. Some of them seem to be just bureaucrats, you know, they're, they used to be there. Their job is used to holding society together in a particular way. But here, some of that is um, no longer necessary. So,
they seem to be coming out of their office buildings or their stations and joining the, the group on the ground. You know, but now there's the the countercultural figure who has always been against the, you know, the the modern world and is saying I told you so and yeah, the people aren't aren't really into that either. I think that that figure assumed that they were going to be right or they were going to be vindicated or they were going to be the new leader of the the age of Aquarius or whatever. But they're, they're um, more of them is equally being revealed. It's interesting, it's a bit of a Wicked Witch of the West uh, melting kind of thing. Or wizard or whatever. Oh, there's a lot of uh, relief or lightning there. I think that figure was one of the big movers in the in the status quo, actually. Maybe a different form of control or a something. There's a sense of kind of uh, open space or just newness there. Now that 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 figure isn't isn't taking up all that all of that space. I think there might be a whole network of root systems on that in that group too. I guess these are different groups in the, the culture wars or the different kind of power equilibriums. Makes sense that there would be similar dynamics in the the anti-establishment uh, structure. Yeah, I'm recalling some. Uh, personal experiences with that um, 
that uh, part of society. And I think those are leaving or clarifying or coming out into a, a place that feels better than the, the uh, arrangement that they were in. But a, a big kind of sigh of relief. So now there's a bit of flailing around or wondering what do we do now or things are pretty different all of a sudden. Uh, and there's quite a few people saying, you know, we don't have to fill up all these spaces that have been vacated or clarified that they can uh, they can just be spaces or something new and unexpected that is of this this new place can actually grow from that soil And whatever is native to, to, to this place. Mm, seems to be a positive response to that. And the adults, you know, are feeling okay about that and the Kids are excited and wondering when it's going to be, or wondering what will grow. Yeah, at the same time. You know, with all that feeling, I guess generally positive, there's, you know, more figures and groups that want to make themselves known now, and yeah, it just seems kind of endless. So there is a response of, you know, geez, we don't want to just keep doing this. It's getting kind of old already. You know, so the response is, well, who's saying that and what do they really want to do? 
or what are they assuming or what meaning are they making, right? And they're going, oh, F you, eat me. That's pretty funny. Yeah, their uh, their natural lane is to uh, be more loose and free and politically incorrect and or just to you know have vacations or you know go out after work or have weekends or the very least. Oh, and that's, yeah, so then they're contrasting themselves or, or by making themselves known, they're making known a, um, a group that has a, Uh, I guess of a bit of austerity kind of streak to it. Where they feel like there's something to make up for or uh, you know, want to take the suffering of the world seriously or take the truth seriously. They must be, you know, descended from the, the Puritans. <laughs> Some of them are nodding at that. That's funny. Oh no, that that the uh, the free expression group is. They seem positive about that. I think that's part of what they wanted or what was um, positive about them revealing themselves is to reveal this, the, uh, the, the Puritan group. Oh, and then it allows the Puritan group to, uh, to experience themselves, to self-experience. Okay, so that, that group isn't a, a monolith after all. There's lots of different, you know, the splinter groups and denominations and groups that have their own ideas or want to try different things or they want to have, you know, female ministers or or do more of a Quaker thing or whatever. 
or just leave the church altogether. Yeah, so they don't quite trust it yet, but the, the majority hope is for the kind of ecumenical spirit. But the different groups are kind of spreading across the the land, finding their own areas. Yeah, it seems like the towns are uh, a little less uh, uniform or uh, restrictive. You know, there's room now for for different kinds of people to move in. You know, even the the uh, free free talking rock and rollers. Who were saying, see, we're not so scary, it's you know, live and let live. Seems to be more of a, a global thing now in terms of becoming cognizant of um, different cultures and different diasporas and uh, I think just access to that to that experience of things that uh, wasn't there before so. There's some that are more conservative about that and others that are more curious. It's kind of like in these uh, more traditional households, there's one spouse that's more open-minded and or curious and then one that's more conservative, skeptical. That seems fine. There's a bit of a feeling of, you know, of saying we don't want to jinx it, but we're experiencing a little bit of well-being here. That's kind of unfamiliar. And then, you know, waiting for the other the other shoe to, to fall. And then while we're still living in the shadow of the volcano, which could, you know, erupt at any time or
of physically there's a, a kind of a seizing up or a freezing response that, that goes with that. Oh, and the townspeople are are uh, are uh, really annoyed with that. They're saying just when we start to to have some well-being, then you hijack it with this disaster obsession. There's a, I guess, a large child, but a, I think a young child. I don't know if the, the child is in the volcano or <laughs> what's the deal, but uh, I think it's at that age where it's. Um, it's just kind of there and it's not necessarily sure what it wants or or able to articulate it or you know you know it wants the attention on itself for sure uh, I think it would like to come out but doesn't feel like it can, or like it will be welcome, or it isn't quite how it wants things to be. So then it goes back. But even when it's in hiding, it's still exerting an effect. Okay, so I guess that would grow up to be like a, like a passive-aggressive kind of thing. And then there's his cousin, the, the active-aggressive, that just is ready to come and smash the town or raise the town or whatever. So it seems like there's some leeway there with, the, with that kid, the, the first kid wanting to come out and be seen like a hide-and-seek thing but want insisting that everything is its way and then it's well when it's not exactly like i want to then that upsets me and i'm gonna find some way to get things like i want them to be But when that's recognized, you know, then there's some room to, to, uh, I guess, to play. There's a real kind of allergy to that in the, the a lot of the society. Hide and go seek, you know, give me a break.
this giant child is dangerous and needs to be locked away, you know. Or even, was it really that simple? It just needed to play hide and seek? Didn't get to? Like, uh, it just seems so... Like for all the suffering that caused, it shouldn't be, it seems, yeah, ironic and cruel and obnoxious and a lot of different things that it would be, that it would be that simple. Yeah, but that child's big. Yeah, it really wants to play, you know, for real. You know, it wants to turn into a, you know, a lion and roar and gets really big. It wants to come and just, you know, beat on you. <laughs> it's in that, that terrible, terrible twos age. Maybe that's part of the response of the the uh, the society here. You know, this giant child that's you know the size of Godzilla that is putting us at risk. Okay, so it's it's like before there are some giant child care specialists I guess can kind of draw it away and you know provide what it needs to play and develop oh and another piece is yeah, um, you know, being revealed that, that parents and adults and older kids are all kind of terrified of their two-year-olds. There's something sort of elemental about them. Oh, and there's a, a cultural agreement that uh, to kind of dis diminish two-year-old to uh, as a cover for everyone right so here here the rest of society is experiencing the uh, the truth of that yeah, there's a lot of questions and different responses and I guess we can invoke the the, uh, the central resource place to to help us here. 
Yeah, and there's even, um, you know, kind of classical lamentations and it seems sort of over the top for, you know, two and three-year-olds, but, uh, or for the topic of two-year-olds. Yeah, it feels like that, um, Yeah, sure how to describe it, but that that worldview that is uh, that two year olds are is um, historically responsible for a lot of damage and violence. Oh, and it makes sense to want to kind of push that away or quarantine it or uh, yeah, diminish it or. Like that makes sense as a modern social agreement. That's right, this has come up before um, on this podcast. It's the, uh, the single, single view or the single perspective or something like that. The, the one-way gravity. Right, okay. Yeah, so that's the, um, the, the worldview where there is only one view, um, which is, which is my view. So, literally when you see someone else's face, what they're seeing is the front of their face, their own face. There's only one view. Uh, so the idea of that is graspable, but the, the real gut feeling of it and the implications of it Yeah, there's a bit of relief there. There's a general, general cultural acknowledgement of that, that um, like it's okay to discover that, that we're, we're like that too, you know, that we all, that we also are the, the one way view. Or that it's, you know, maybe going to be, <laughs> maybe it could be okay to, uh, to have that within us and that it's not going to totally take over and we're all going to regress to becoming Genghis Khan or something. It makes sense, um as an idea, but there's quite a bit of trepidation. Mm. 
uh, about, um, you know, really, really everyone having their own version of that, that single view within themselves. Huh. Okay, well, there's one kind of corner of society that's feeling it. It's kind of like a, a rock and roll kind of just just unselfconscious kind of a uh, kind of thing. Yeah, I guess it gets to be equally equally essential or equally valuable, you know. It's different than it being cordoned off or dismissed as, you know, juvenile or or something you grow out of or Oh, it might even be that um, that one-way world is still, still a new, new thing. That there be, there could be all kinds of different versions of it, rather than just the the meaning that we're used to uh, assigning to it. Yeah, there's still quite a bit of pushback, but uh, I guess that makes sense. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's, um, you know, any kind of one-way individual or one-way group can just, uh, since it's not beholden to the... Uh, social agreements, it can just, you know, sweep down and destroy your town or your society anytime. It's uh, really, really a real threat. If that makes sense, that it would be squeamish about it, or would want to circumscribe it, or... So someone's, some could be an expert or saying, well, the, the remedy is to put, you know, boundaries around that, that give it still room. They're flexible boundaries they have give, there's still room for them to, uh, to be themselves freely. As in, they they might not even know that the boundaries are there, or something like that. Or what what boundary means is more fluid, or hmm. 
the P word comes up again, maybe even more room to play with that. Or even what, what play means could change or could be re rebooted or updated uh, here in this new, new worldview. Some of the skepticism seems to be transitioning into feeling feeling okay about that or or that there's you know a a, a whole group of professionals who whose specialty is to kind of wrangle this uh, uh, this one way one way power. I guess that goes along with a, a, a protector class or a sense that there's protection for you know those who are elderly or or those who just aren't interested in doing that kind of full contact thing. And there's that theme of the assumptions or the, the meaning we're used to making from things that happen. There's a, a glimpse now of well, if we can experience what we've been making Doesn't that imply that we can make whatever, you know, intentionally or or in a more, you know, creative process, you know, discovery kind of way? That feels so different that it's, uh, I was going to say inconceivable, but having having said it now it's becoming a little more conceivable or or normal it's a a new mexico kind of kind of landscape i don't know if it's a georgia o'keefe thing or Pueblo kind of thing, or there's a lot of open space, and I guess creativity or, or, or creation or construction in the desert than it would seem at first. Yeah, at the same time, it's continuing to acknowledge there's, feels like kind of endless <laughs> different groups or, or people making themselves known. And 
that are uh, coming out of some kind of damage or and I guess there are assumptions that go along with that yeah so that's a theme that that when we acknowledge something you know just say it or let it be something that's that's real that's a real thing then that gives it some daylight or frees it some from its um, canned narrative. Oh, and that goes for everyone. Because everyone has a, a, a canned or a, a default narrative about, I guess, everyone, everyone else or everything else that they've encountered or that they might encounter. So, so if everyone realizing that is something that's normal and evident here, then it's saying that it's both a revolution and just just normal. You know, there's a, there's a, a the um, the visual or the the location here is uh, you know kind of an old west or early American settlement kind of town township. People going about their trades or their tasks or. There's just kind of a straightforwardness to it. Oh, and okay, and one of the maybe the new norms is in addition to doing just one thing or the other at the same time, you can can also be doing all the things or experiencing all the things or, or maintaining some kind of access or um, cognizance of all the things. You know, so it can be mundane or sad, but also, you know, blissful or, you know, joyful or curious or um, you know, or, or kind of languid or <laughs> uh, the words start to uh, uh, empty out actually or, or break down altogether but something like that you can have you know even as you do uh, one thing you, you also kind of have it all The, uh, the yes and, and, andness of it. That's right, that's come up before. That's interesting. So now there's a sense of, you know, as more, more people come from the, the hills or the, the hinterlands, there's a sense of 
joining or, or wanting to join or or that in order to join you're giving something up or you're offering something or some sort of willingness that um, you know liberates something that then you can offer or get access to by joining the society and that that's an option now um, for a lot of these fringe kind of figures and communities that just wasn't before. Ooh, and then like we were saying earlier, then it's also also a thing. Uh, a choice for the, the privileged ones that, that actually did have that option before. And uh, I, I guess that's being revealed more now. And there's more to, that could be said, but there's only so many words that uh, you can cram into a discrete space here. But the it's not just the people, the land itself and the you know, the plants and just the land itself responds to that. That offering or that, that possibility to join or of joining that the thing that you've had in you to offer is possible to offer now where it wasn't before or where it took some kind of a special, um, you know, fortune of some kind or something ex exceptional or out of the ordinary for that to be possible. And those rare instances would be, you know, inspiring in one way to everyone else, but also you know, depressing because you don't have that, so. You know, and it's still the catalyst for those kind of examples or extraordinary uh, Things are a, a you know a catalyst for curiosity and forward movement, but also um, yeah, harmful or, or painful or uh, yeah, cause suffering or those kind of, those kind of terms. Huh. So now there's, well, I guess we acknowledge that that's a real thing, that the, 
you know, the hurt or the, the suffering that, that comes with differences and comparisons and, you know, wanting something that you don't have access to or not as much, and that that's all real. And the assumptions that we've had then about that, that, uh, that truth, those, those truths. And that feels, that feels pretty ambitious to, uh, go too far with, but, uh, yeah, it seems okay to at least, uh, inaugurate it here. Yeah, I think, um, I think most of society is ready to, uh, turn in for the night here, or, or at least, uh, chill out and take a load off. And there's still the group that is, uh, maybe they're the PTSD group, but they seem kind of jumpy, so. They can feel some, they need to uh, feel some kind of more formal security detail to uh, be patrolling the perimeter, so. They can feel uh, like they can let down. Yeah, all right. I guess that's good enough for uh, for going for today. <laughs> I want to want to stretch now. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so that. Wraps another uh, uh, episode of Discover Us here. Uh, so as always, I hope that's useful. Um, and uh, yeah, some enjoyable, beneficial, uh, entertaining, relaxing, uh, whatever it happens to be. Um, it seems like there's you know, some immediate benefit and uh, cumulative benefit as well. And um, yeah, so we'll see where it goes going forward. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, being here and uh, wishing you well going forward. Uh, okay, take care.